0: Hello, St. Matthew's United Methodist Church and our community that is joining us online. I'm Pastor Kelly. And I'm Pastor Dave. And welcome to this week's podcast in our series—hold on, I have it in my notes—Wrestling with Doubt. Uh, (laughs) Dave preached on heaven this week, and I'm going to quote one of the verses because it's the one we read, but also there were other ones. Uh, Well, we came out of John 14, 1 through 3, and uh, the question that uh, Adam Hamilton's book— I think produces was, is heaven real? Is heaven real? Um, so buckle up. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hit this one, running. Um, oh yeah, and the spirits here too. Yay. Um, I thought you know just before we get started. Uh, you know I I brag about Dave every week on this about I'm like man like that's a really good way to put that. Wow, like what a grace filled, compassionate, very direct take. Cause I don't do that. Like I'm not able to like navigate these topics the way that Dave is. So I'm always like in the back scribbling notes going, okay, be like Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, Because yeah, like, I mean, my context and and watchers and listeners, like I, th- every week, Dave, like you, you just hit a topic. And I'm like, man, I remember when that was talked about when I was growing up and it didn't go like that. Like it just, <laughs> it just wasn't that way. So good job. Thank Kudos. You. Thank you. Kudos. Um, so again, let's start with so is heaven real let's start with the question of let's define heaven what is heaven actually what 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 is it <laughs> <laughs> well
1: it's it's known as it's the 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 place where our spiritual body resides with god um after we die okay after we leave the earth you know there's all kind of ways to say that metaphors, um, <laughs> around that. But basically it's, once we die, what's going to happen? Um, you know, it's, it's the afterlife. Mm-hmm. It's the time when, um, we get to kind of rejoin or, 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 um, um, get to see again our, our, you know, our family and mm-hmm. friends who have passed and gone before. Um, and they've gone to, to, you know, we say live with God, Mm-hmm. um know know the perfect uh kind of being of and the perfect love that god has for us
0: mm.
1: cool good job it's it's interesting <laughs> it's i mean that's that's what we're talking about in heaven uh, when we talk about heaven uh jesus talks about it in kind of a different way mm-hmm. in the Lord's prayer. Uh, he teaches us to pray, let, let God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus is trying to bring that idea of the perfect community, that perfect world, into the stuff, into the place where we live. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, the, the way we often frame it, it's, it's all afterlife. But the way Jesus frames it, it's a lot more to do with the present life mm-hmm. than than the afterlife.
0: Yeah, I, I think... Uh... Without stepping in it too much. I, I think I think this is a pretty consistent theme with Christ's ministry, right? Where Jesus is taking people's eyes that is like out there. Yeah. And he's redirecting it to like yeah. a present tense mm-hmm. and and the the possibilities of the relationship yeah. with God and the present and the current. Yeah. And then the after effects of having that relationship and what it means for the world now. I cannot remember the verse. I should have come prepared. I didn't know Dave was going to go there, but um, a, a, a verse that I use all the time, and obviously because I can't quote it, it's probably out of context. But you know, Jesus says something to the effect of "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." And that was a verse for me, especially in the context of the topic of heaven that I always really struggled with because I always heard it and was taught heaven from the concept of afterlife later reward for something. It was all these other things as opposed to, and Jesus is inviting me into something that is current. Kingdom is, is when Jesus is talking
1: about kingdom, he's talking about here and now. Right. Uh, he's talking about the work that, th- the reason I can talk about this on Sunday <laughs> mornings is because I'm so passionate about it. Yeah. This is the very, this is touching the very heart of who we are as Christians. Mm. It's the very heart of, of Jesus' ministry. It's the very heart of what kind of uh, drives us to, 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 to be in the perfect kind of community where everybody's at peace, Mm -hmm. where everybody is whole, where, where, you know, the King called it the beloved community where that Mm -hmm. would exist. Uh, so yeah, this is, this is kind of touching the, the, the very heart of everything, um, that we do. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's not hard to kind of, elicit passion <laughs> for me in talking about uh, uh, these topics. Here. I
0: I read this uh, just to throw a wrench at you here before we get into our next our next I'll question. Catch, I'll catch it. Uh <laughs> please not with your face. Uh, <laughs> you can dodge a wrench, Dave, you can talk theology. Um but uh, uh somebody like wrote a kind of like a, a devotional thought around the you know, for the kingdom of heaven or or heaven is it, the streets are paved with gold. Mm-hmm. And somebody kind of wrote this really interesting perspective around the concept of we're going to walk on it. So this thing that has tremendous current value, and even in biblical times, like gold was very, like, valuable. And it's like, now nah, you're going to step on it. And I was like, that's a really cool, like, yeah, so these things that are really important here are maybe not as important.
1: Yeah, there's there's an old joke in that in that vein. It's uh, a guy dies and he's a rich guy, uh-huh. and he he manages to stuff his suitcases full of gold and take them with him to to heaven. Uh-huh. And he gets to the gate, and Saint Peter says, "Well, why why'd you bring all this pavement?"
0: <laughs> I like that better. I'm gonna use that. Uh, but but right, and so I, I, a theme and a thread we're tugging at here. So so there's there's these different ways to kind of talk about so. The the concept or the thought of heaven, right? So there is this perfected place. Mm-hmm. Now w- w- later that we are that we will connect with loved ones that have gone before us, where where you know, and this is the verse Revelation twenty one four, right? Where you talk about like there's no more sorrow, there's no more tears, there's no more pain. There's, yeah, we have reached like the perfected state of f- full communion and fellowship with God, which you know. To me it sounds a lot like Eden before everything broke, right? So it's back to everything is back to being restored into what it was intentionally mm-hmm. created to be and to function as, right? Um, but there's also this part of it that gets lived out in the current where there's, you know, there's this breakthrough, right, where there's glimpses of that and like it's 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 like God, your will is in heaven, which is Eden. Jesus is interceding and 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 requesting that it be lived out here and now. And so there's this interesting kind of thing that we're called into, right, as believers um, of we're not waiting for the thing that's coming later. I think we we wait with hopeful—we have this hopeful anticipation that one day there will not be any more war. There will be no more suffering. There will be no more sin. There will be nothing that separates us from the love of God and the love of each other because it will all reach its kind of perfected mm-hmm. intended state mm-hmm. um but there's a caution in that of we're not these bystanders that then just wait for that to come mm-hmm. to pass right L- life is not a race
1: to heaven um that there is a there is that perfect world in god um but we're we're meant to 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 live out um to the best of our abilities that that perfection here Mm-hmm. And to
0: work toward that perfection, right um, on this side of heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, not to be super coarse or brass here, but it's like you know the the Christian life is not marked by waiting to die, mm-hmm. right? It's just not like. And I I say this so Dave's talking about passion, I'm talking about trauma. But like I, I this was kind of like a lot of my theological foundation and and my spiritual formation were the concepts where it was like all right, I said something once, or like, I believe this, so now it's kind of just, last thing, and we'll move to the next point. One of my favorite analogies I ever heard around this that really just helped it make sense for me was somebody got on a whiteboard, by the way, I have a lot of whiteboard stories, and they essentially drew a plane, (laughs) and they put heaven, they put like a little cartoon God in these clouds, and they're like, and then Jesus comes on this plane, (laughs) and there's this plane, And and then the world... Is this evil, degenerate, sin-filled thing that's on fire, and Jesus is walking around offering people plane tickets so that they can leave the evil, dirty, nasty place, and they can then get on the plane when they die and go be with God in this thing. And you're shaking your head, but that is such a like consistent thing that I know that people actually think. Oh, I know people think. And then, and then the person was like, that's not it. So they flipped the board and they went, this is it. And I went, Oh, that's an interesting take. So they had the planet and it wasn't on fire. (laughs) It was actually really nice. And they essentially drew this line and they said, here's the kingdom of God in heaven. And here's the world that has not been restored yet. And then they kind of like opened up like these little holes in the line where like, the kingdom kind of shone through and was reclaiming mm-hmm. stuff back and to be restored with God. And I was like, okay, so number one, that's a much more motivating picture for me. I'm like, Ooh, so what part do I get to play? And they're like, open the hole. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like, yeah. and so, so that's more exciting. That's the thing we, we, I think we're referencing to when Jesus is saying like repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's, it's invite people, you know, to the wedding feast and like, it's, it's this invitation of what Jesus invites us into as 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 people who are in love with God, who are loved by God, who then go get to love the world back into the restored nature that God has intended it to be, um, as God works at, on the redemption of it, right? And so there's this participant thing we get to do that is really exciting. We're not just waiting for the world to like eat itself or destroy itself. We're here like talking about God and like loving people well in the way that God has instructed us to. And in that, we get these glimpses mm-hmm. and where God, like, it's not. I say God wins, like God always wins, but like, we get to be a part of the winning, right? Like we get to be like these participants who like can be a part of this really awesome, wonderful thing that God has invited us into. And so that is not a plane ticket. That's not me talking about how terrible and evil and awful this place is. It's about going, okay, God, you're trying to redeem it. Mm-hmm. What part do I get to play? Okay. So next part, why is it important? Why is heaven important?
1: So is this when we get to pivot?
0: (laughs) Sure. Forget it. Like we're already, we're already over on time. I'm like, man, we're going to be out of here soon. Dave's like liar.
1: (laughs) So in the Christian tradition, we have this wonderful holiday called Easter. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Uh, which is the high point of the year? When we when we're talking about heaven, mm. we're really talking about the resurrection. Mm. Um, we're really talking about Easter. Mm-hmm. It, it's through the work of of Christ that we learn about heaven and how we're we're drawn into heaven. The resurrection is not just something that Jesus went through; it's something that he's he's opened up for us as well. Mm. Um, you know that's the to use the the poor metaphor that's the that's where we get our ticket punched
0: I like that he pointed at me i was like they don't point at me
1: uh, <laughs> but that's that's the event that where you know and then the passage so the passage we read the read the John 14 passage um is is Jesus with his disciples um and he's telling them that he's, he's about to die, mm-hmm. um, and they don't believe it or they don't understand it or they don't want it to happen, and and so they ignore it or, you know, all of those kind of things are happening within the disciples as they hear this. Mm-hmm. But then something gets through, and Jesus offers them a word of comfort mm-hmm. and says, I'm going to prepare a place for you Um, in, Jesus says, my father's house that has plenty of room for everybody. Uh, I'm going there. uh to, to make a place for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not about escaping, you know, the evil world. It's about joining God and being being in that perfect kind of union mm-hmm. uh, with the one who created us and loved us and right. loves us still. Um, and so th- Jesus was, in telling the disciples that he was comforting them, mm-hmm. um, we experience this m- often probably most viscerally, um, during a funeral or when a loved one has passed Mm -hmm. away, you know, we're wanting that connection to continue. And, and the resurrection is, uh, uh, the claim or, or the the way that that connection is going to continue. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's a claim that the worst thing that the work the world can do is not the last thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know Jesus endured the- the worst that the Roman Empire could throw at him right uh, in 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 the in hanging him on the cross mm-hmm. dying in one of the most kind of horrific ways possible mm-hmm. but he defeated that death, he kind of thumbed his nose at at the, <laughs> at the at the uh Roman empire and and at every uh kind of bit of brokenness in the world mm hmm and however that that exists, the resurrection is the claim that that's not all there is,
0: uh, right. and
1: that's not kind of the world where where God resi- resides or desires for us. Mm-hmm. And so it's a sense uh, it's a source of hope, um, which is right. uh, really the the strongest kind of uh, empowering um, kind of entity or force um, that exists in in all of creation is hope, right. And that's the source of it. Right.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, in that verse too, right, Jesus uh, says that, you know, he's going to go prepare a place and then he's going to come back for mm-hmm. them. And, you know, it's, it's interesting, right, because the context of what they're all dealing with, with him, it's very different than, like, my context of reading that going, all right, well, I'm not waiting for somebody to get, like, taken and, you know, totally torn apart and no. ripped apart and all these yeah. other things, but... Mm-hmm. But I think that there's this, you know, it's almost like the growth they go through, right? The whole crew, not just the disciples, that the ones that get named. It's it's the women and the children that are all part of that crew, right? With Jesus is, you know, there—it's um, time—Jesus has got a task to fulfill and to finish because it that's what he's there to ultimately accomplish besides all the other things he's done. But he's left them with this legacy and this teaching and this discipling, right, of like— while you're waiting for me to come back to get you, this is what you do. And I think that, like we've been saying this whole time, of like what it means to be Easter people. This is a—if you haven't heard that before, that's a, like it's a coined Christian phrase. Dave and I throw around all the time. Uh, and and a lot of Protestants w- would, yeah, a lot of common. Christians would, right? We call ourselves Easter people, and and what that means is that like our lives have, when we've encountered that grace and we've encountered that love, and we have submitted to God. That we are that we believe that we are loved in the manner in which God says so. And we have, and we are now committed to the ways of Christ to follow Jesus and to and to be discipled by Jesus and to be like Jesus and have a relationship with God. Right. Like that's that's what that means. And so in that, right, it's this, it's not a flag or a banner you kind of put in the ground, but like when I if I say I'm a resurrected person, if I say I'm an Easter person with Jesus, then this is kind of what that implies, is it's this now, it's not. Waiting on the plane ticket to be fulfilled. It's, you know, while I'm waiting to to, you know, be called home after the work is completed, that my life has been been, um, and the relationship gets to be lived out in this context on this side, right? Um, Jesus has instructed us and shown us with the life he lived of what that it looks like, what it means to be in full communion with God and to, and to live as a resurrected person. Um. And so what we're invited into is this, like, how we love the world well, right? And for me, like, Dave's talking about how passionate how excited he gets. Like, same. Like, when we talk about, you know, what we're invited into, you know, I, I, forever, I, I always heard growing up, right, like, we would focus a lot on sin and, and how bad we were and how, like... We weren't trustworthy with the things of God and how God would do all this other stuff. And yet, like, now, the way I understand this is we've been invited into the things. We've been given the responsibility with God. And that's not because of our own power or our own whatever. It's because that's just how God wants to work. And God's like, no, 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 no. Come on. Like, let's build this thing. Come be a part of that. And so for me, like... Being a resurrected and Easter person and being invited into having a relationship with God and then living that out, right, is I get to go on this really cool adventure with God that has, like, a lot of really fantastic, cool stuff in it. And that's that's exciting. I'm just waiting around to die. I'm not just, like, sitting here going, okay, Jesus, like, when is it time? Like, I'm not looking at signs of the time going, oh, Jesus, can you just please get here and fix it already? It's like, all right, God what are we doing today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like what, what do we got today? Who, exactly. who are we loving well today? Like exactly. what am I, what are you working on in me? Where like, I need to love myself. I mean, these are the things that we're called into. And like, that's a life full of passion and excitement and like, yeah. Um, and I love that you, you're doing this, this, this series, because I, you know, we've talked a lot about how much the world needs, like the love of God, which hundred percent is true. I also feel like a lot of like myself included, we need to hear this message of like the excitement of what we've been called into Mm -hmm. the passion that we've been called into and like how, how awesome that can be. And it's, it's not always easy and it it can be hard. Right. But like, it's a terrible analogy, but I always think of like Bilbo, you know, where he reads the contract. If you haven't seen the Hobbit, I, I mean, maybe the first half of the first movie, by the way, I love you, Peter Jackson. Lord of the Rings was great. I don't know what you were doing with the Hobbit. That's right. I'm a Hobbit <laughs> hater. Uh, but anyway, anyway, so in the movie, right, like uh, Bilbo's in in the Shire, right? And he's, and he's, all these, these uh, dwarves comes because they're going to go reclaim their homeland. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, and uh, they offer him a chance to be their burglar. And so in the movie, they give him a contract that kind of outline like what his reward will be at the end, but also like all the terrible things that can happen to him and like. It's it's this great scene because it he unfurls it and it just keeps going <laughs> yeah. and then it opens here and it opens here and it's like incineration like and it's all these things and what's so cool is he faints the sheer like weight of all of it and as he gets to know, the the dwarves is like their homeland was stripped from them and he's very motivated at making sure they get their home back. There's this dialogue that happens right like but was like I have a home you don't and but after he wakes up. He's running through the Shire, which by the way, nobody in the Shire goes on adventures or does this stuff. Hobbits, just stay home, right? Like it's kind of their, their purpose. Um, and somebody asks him, where are you going? And he's yelling, I'm going on an adventure. What For me, like when I think about Christ and I think about being a Christian and being a believer, it's like, is that not the call? Mm-hmm. Who, who doesn't want to go on an adventure? So be like Bilbo. <laughs> That's my final thought. Yes. What do you got? Dude? Final thought. Final be thought. like Bilbo.
1: <laughs> well, I, I. So I really wanna, I really wanna touch on this doubt: is heaven real? Mm. And I really wanna say, uh, answer it yes, <laughs> um, and and talk about our spiritual being. Mm. Um, we we are spiritual beings. Um, our our soul is our spiritual body. Um, that is that is the real us. Um, you know we the stuff that we see is not the real us. Uh, skin and bones and you know hair and whatever is not the real us. Our soul is the real us. It is our spiritual body. Um, and you can't go to the doctor. And do a CAT scan or an x-ray or an MRI or any of those other things. I'm pretty sure I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure none of those things will let the, the doctor see into your soul. Mm. Or to even locate your soul within your body. Um, but none the nonetheless, it's there. Mm. It's real. Um, heaven is the uh, uh, location of our soul once these bodies pass away. Mm. Um, and it is just as real. Um, and while I can't point to anywhere on a map to say heaven is here or there or some other place. And Paul says that, uh, you know, we can even, even our perceptions of it are, are, are like looking in a mirror dimly, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a shadow of, of it's, of, of what we can even imagine the best thing in the world is, uh, it's beyond that. It's better mm-hmm. than that. It's the source of my hope. It is the the declaration by Jesus himself that, um, um, that what we're in is not all that there is. Mm. Um, so while I can't prove beyond the shadow of a scientific doubt that it exists, I count on it. Um, I do believe it. And because I believe it, I have hope, and that's what I want for every one of our listeners, and every person of creation. I Want them to have that hope. Um, so while I can't prove it, I count on it, and um, I hope that that somehow, um, the work that we're doing in conjunction with the work work that Christ has done for us, um, will be the door for others to have that hope,
0: mm.
1: always and everywhere. And um, I always want to give this kind of encouragement, anybody who's listening to this who, who wants to have a deeper, further kind of conversation, I'm open to that. I know Kelly is. Uh, mm. Just get in touch with us, and uh, we'll you know be happy to, to talk and to share uh, even more. Um, just let us know. Amen, brother.
0: I'm Pastor Kelly. And I'm Pastor Dave. And we'll catch you next week. Bye.